Well, hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's brand new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And of course, I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And I want to start off with wishing everyone a very happy Valentine's Day. That's right, folks. It is a holiday. You're supposed to be snuggled up next to your loved one. And no, we are here to drop some incredible topics, one of which is already so decisive and has the community split down the middle that we're hearing the words port begging when I think that is preposterous considering that most of us here own pretty much everything. But I have a lot of great points to bring to the conversation regarding whether or not Spider-Man and Wolverine can make a, a debut on Xbox. Folks, I'm telling you, you know, when I used to do cases, when I used to do cases, you had to bring the evidence to 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 the conversation i have done just that and jim ryan might have just made the case for me but let's get into the introductions now folks you're going to see it's a smaller panel uh normally we have we're actually we're down technically four members uh because obviously cybernox is out uh you know uh you know you know tending to his wife who isn't feeling well um obviously we're every now and again uh, Tempest Sun has left the show on a permanent basis, but he will be joining us from time to time because obviously he's handling, you know, running his own business. And uh, Kayasante, hopefully he's okay. He dropped the line at the last minute that he wasn't going to be here. I'm hoping that he is fine. Of course, the family is okay. And of course, um, our good brother and, you know, very vocal brother, um, uh, Everborn Saga. Well, he's in Paris, France, and he is. Uh, officially getting married that's right folks he dropped the he did the whole kneel down in front of the alpha tower uh ring with with his beautiful well he calls her his he call he calls her his wife but obviously now it's gonna be made official and i could be happy for that pair of beautiful people hey we got crispy bomb to join us and crispy i am happy to get your raspy voice on the on on par with this conversation because you're gonna have a lot to say but First, before we get to you, uh, Crispy Bob, I want to welcome in Web Dave. Uh, you have exploded on the scene as not only being a community good guy, Dave, you have interviewed several of our, our panel members here, and you've been making your rounds. And quite frankly, the questions that you've been bringing to the conversation have been extremely uh, you know, thought-provoking. So if you are not already subscribed to Web Dave's channel, what the heck are you doing? Get out there and sub this man and hear the interviews that he's dropped. I happen to be one of them as well. And it was a great near 90 minute conversation where I actually broke down some things that I have never said publicly. Dave, welcome to the program, brother. Boom. Thank you so much for having me here, man. This is uh, this is exciting. Part two for me. Yay. I love it. <laughs> yeah, <it's> great. <laughs> uh, it is, man. And uh, and uh, all these uh, I have interviewed everybody on this panel except for Crispy Bomb. I'll be reaching out to you. I'm just telling you that now. Giving you heads up. Let's nice. do it, bro. Let's All do right, it. sounds he, good. Sounds he's good. He's a fraud, Dave. Don't worry about it. It's okay. You're missing nothing. <laughs> What's up, Crispy? Love you too, Mag. Love it's been so you, long. It's been so Thank long. You, so, listen. Uh, speaking of Crispy, uh, first of all, brother, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are again down four panel members. You know, and these things happen. Real life happens. We threw it up, threw, threw up the the bat signal, and you answered like you always do. Welcome to the program, brother. Oh, it's good to be here. Um, might get in trouble but also just you know if look at the chat uh you know i, I think my girlfriend forgot that it was valentine's day 
I, I really think that. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, just, just definitely, not to turn the TV on. It, you know, <laughs> it, it would be uh, it would be very uh, enjoyable if I'm the one that has the Valentine's Day present. And <laughs> so, so you know, that would be a good night at the end of it. But I mean, it's good to talk games and and let's get into it. Yeah, it's great to have you, brother. And uh, obviously, hope let's hope that you don't get in any kind of trouble with the misses. Uh, but listen, let's let's bring in Wandering Dutch. Dutch, thank you so much for being here, brother. We were talking in the pregame. Heck, the, the conversation we were having could have been a podcast in all by itself. But we're going to break yep. down everything that we talked about and why there is some real potential evidence already out there that's not my opinion, literally coming from the mouth, the head of SIE, president and CEO, Jim Ryan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. I'm uh, looking forward to jumping in tonight with some uh, some nice topics, nice big oh. chunky topics again. Um, awesome panel as usual, of course. Everborn's flying high over in Paris at the moment. Probably a little tipsy, no doubt, celebrating. Uh, congrats <laughs> to him, of course. Him and his other half. Um, eventually, eventually popping the question years later. But yes, congrats to him. Hey, um, better late than never. Exactly. You know what? Got it done. Got it done. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's great. Well, Dutch, it's great to have you, brother. And and last and no way least, uh, someone that I believe is going to have a monster opinion on this because obviously uh, the numbers, you can't lie. You can't listen. I, I say this on a regular basis, folks. You can have opinions all day long. Whether we agree or disagree is irrelevant, but numbers do not lie. And we're going to be breaking down some of those big numbers and why I have a, a strong suspicion that maybe at, at a test of some point, maybe Xbox doesn't get, you know, Spider-Man 2 with Miles Morales. Maybe they get, you know, Spider-Man 2018 and Miles Morales, the one that was released when the PlayStation 5 was uh, first uh, dropped. But we'll we'll get into that momentarily. Mag, how the heck are yes. you, brother? Oh, man, I'm super excited to be here. Uh, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a wild day. I mean, we've got Valentine's Day. We got Everborn finally popping the question. Uh, we got Crispy Bomb in the house. We got Web Dave in the house. Of course, we got Dutch and, of course, yourself. The Mag, you know baby. Hey, you know what's funny, actually, Crispy? Every time I do a show with you, I always remember that the very first show I ever did was with you. All right? Nice. So it always scares nice. me every yes. time I do it. So <laughs> I hear your voice, and I, I get that strange first podcast PTSD, right? But uh, anyways, check this out, guys. Not only are we going to be talking about Resident Evil at some point tonight, yes, it's also indeed. Valentine's Day, so I had to wear my shirt for my favorite love right here. You can't see it. It's my it. Lady Demetrescu shirt. I got it two <laughs> days ago. I got it for Valentine's. That's my Valentine right there. Oh, she could scratch my back with those nails anytime. Anyways. Pause. Uh, <laughs> well, my goodness, my goodness. Uh, okay, gentlemen, we've got ourselves a hell of a show. we got great topics. Let's get right into this, man. Yeah, you know what? Before we get uh, any further, I, I want to thank Lee, uh, Boss Mod, Lethal Papa, in the chat, as always. I mean, even on Valentine's Day, he's here. And listen, you know... The, the mods that 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 are able to get, get in this chat on a, on a daily basis are unsung heroes that we don't get a chance to and, and talk enough about because one of the things I'm most proud of as a content creator is the fact that I get told this all the time, boom, your chats are some of the best in the business. I come in and there's very there's little there's very little infighting, trolls kind of stay away. And I said, well, a lot of that has to do 
with Lethal Papa specifically because he does walk silently and carry a very big band stick. And I honestly cannot thank him enough for it because without him, this would be like the Wild West. And, and you don't want that. I, 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 I Again, I, I know that, that, you know, fighting and, and you know, finger pointing may be some people's things, but it's certainly not our thing. And I'm glad to have a chat on multiple shows that people enjoy coming and hanging out in and just talking about video games. The first Super Chat of the night comes to us all the way from, uh, from our good friend, Chaos Mod. He drops an outstanding $10 Super Chat, and he says, apparently, CEO and president of Platinum Games wants Microsoft to buy them as long as they keep their creative freedom. That's desperate for scalebound. Or, uh, he goes, are they desperate? For, are they that desperate for scalebound? Well, it's funny you say that, Chaos Mike, because tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that is going to be one of the opening topics. Uh, and I think, listen, I, I, I we talked about it last week, and it just seems that we can't move away from talking about either Platinum Games or, of course, Scalebound. And here is another story. And I, I got to say, man, I, I think the writing is on the wall. I think Platinum Games would be an absolutely incredible addition to MGS. I think that if you if you if you want a foothold, if you want to change your uh, fortune in a region like Japan, the best way you do it is surround yourself with talent. Now, granted, th there are some weeds that we have to be careful walking through because there was the, you know, scale bound incident isn't going away that it happened. It is what it is. The truth of the matter is though, we are hearing and Jez Corden actually talked about this. Jez Corden, friend of the program, friend of everybody on this panel and writer for windows central says that a lot of that is made up. A lot of that is unconfirmed that, yeah, they stole money from Microsoft. That seemed to be, uh, you know, he seemed to put the poo-poo uh, poo on that. So we'll, we will see. But we're going to actually break that down tomorrow. So tune in at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when Mav, Pong, VJ, who has recently joined the show, obviously he used to be on the Thursday edition, is now joining us on a weekly basis along with the rest of the crew. Uh, and we're going to be talking a lot about that and a whole bunch of other things. But listen... I got to open up with what we've advertised for. We're going to get into Resident Evil on the back end, Max. Don't worry, because that's my favorite topic of the night, even though Spider-Man and Wolverine have uh, a, a big part of tonight's show. Folks, listen, I, I, I want this to be perfectly clear before we move any further. At no time have I ever suggested that you're going to see God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, or Gran Turismo go to Xbox. That's not going to happen, right? That, 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 that's a fact. That is, that is not even an opinion. That is not going to happen. But I do want to say that if MLB The Show proved anything to SIE, any universal, universally loved IP that's not a first-party character can bring in the big bucks. And again, this is where the numbers come into the conversation. Okay, now, if you didn't know, and maybe some of you didn't, last year, MLB The Show was released both on PlayStation and the Xbox, being the Xbox being the first time. Four million copies sold. Well, I have information in front of me that says half of those sales, half, literally half of those sales came from Xbox. Now, if I'm Jim Ryan, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, well... 
it probably would have sold only two million copies, maybe three, right? If it stayed ex exclusively to uh, PlayStation Four and Five. But now we bring Xbox into the conversation, and we literally double our profit. That's doubling. Now it's two million to four million may not be a lot for you, but a game that normally sells two and three million has moved up to past four million. That's something to be had. Now, how do I how do I come to the conclusion? Well, even the suggestion that a game like Spider-Man or even Wolverine that was announced and set the world ablaze for good reason, because those are two monster IPs for both the MCU and, of course, comics uh, around the world. Those two characters seem to be the two biggest characters universally. No, there's, there's no question. I kind of want to just talk about numbers for a second. And then I'm going to bring in some quotes from Jim Ryan from a couple of interviews, and then I'm going to bring the panel in on the conversation. Now, as of this show, folks, Spider-Man 2018 has sold over 25 million copies, and that's freaking phenomenal. That that is that is a feat that very is is rare. We know we see that with Nintendo games, right? We see that with some some of the PlayStation games. Well, Miles Morales is actually closing in on that with 20 plus million copies sold. And even though those are impressive numbers, what's not so impressive is that there are apparently 116 million consoles, PlayStation 4s in the wild, not counting the 17 million um, uh, PlayStation 5s. So that brings it to like... 123, let's just say. So let's say for shits and giggles, there's 125 million PlayStation 4s and 5s in, in the wild. That's a lot of consoles. That's a lot of PlayStations. Well, the numbers don't lie, folks. 20 million of Miles Morales and 25 million copies of Spider-Man 2018. And again, no one's taking anything away from that. Those are incredible feats. But when you take what's sold versus what's out there, there's a tremendous disparity. Now, here's the thing. I want to take I want to take you guys and gals back to several uh, articles that I pulled for tonight's show. The first one comes to us. Uh, it's on February 23rd, almost a year ago, 2021, where Jim Ryan sat down with British Go. And here's a couple of the things that he said. Uh, well, here's one of the, the, the major uh, the, the quotes. There's an opportunity to expose these great games to a wider audience and recognize the economics of game development, which are now which are not always straightforward. The cost of making games goes up with each cycle as the caliber of IP has improved. Now, here is another one that came towards uh, the end of the year. Uh, this is uh, Jim Ryan speaking during a keynote at G GI Live London. This was October twenty uh, twenty three, uh, October twenty first, twenty twenty one. And here is what Jim Ryan had to say: I would also like to see a world where the games that we make at PlayStation can be enjoyed by many tens of millions of people, perhaps hundreds of millions of people right now success with the current console model a really great playstation hit you're only talking 10 or 20 million people being able to play that we're talking about games stacking up against music we're talking about games stacking up against movies Mo music and movies they can be enjoyed by almost limitless audiences and i think some of the art that our studios are making is some of the finest entertainment 
that has been made anywhere in the world. And here is the final comment, and I'm going to go right to Mag on this. And to kind of gate the audience for the wonderful art, wonderful entertainment that our studios are making, to gate the audience for that 20 or 30 million frustrates me. I would love to see a world where hundreds of millions of people can enjoy those games. Now, Mag, I'm going yeah. straight to you on this one because, listen, again, when I do these shows, anyone that has podcasted with me understands that when when I'm not sitting behind the screen playing the game or sitting in front of here preparing, whether it be a thumbnail, whether it be the advertising, whether it be just uh, you know scheduling the event, I do and really enjoy and love reading about gaming because I get to get this kind of information and bring it to the masses. Maybe you didn't read these two interviews. Well, guess what? If you want to read them for yourself and you, you want, and there's a lot to it, they're in the show notes. All you got to do is wait for this to go on video on demand and boom, they're there for you to click on. I include all, all the, all the, uh, the, the information that I use is always provided. Mag, I, look, yeah. this is an assumption. This is an opinion. There really isn't a right answer until Jim Ryan comes out and says, Spider-Man 2018 is coming to Xbox. But I am sorry to say, when he comes out of his face and he said, and I quote, the PlayStation audience is no longer enough. That comes directly from Jim Ryan on the heels of these two articles. That certainly tells me, when he says tens of millions, he's not just talking PC, because PC will net you two to five million more players. It's not going to net you tens of millions of players, but you know how you can get tens of millions of players to play an MCU Spider-Man game? You bring it over to Xbox. Now, again, I'm not suggesting that Wolverine is going to release day and date on Xbox. What I'm saying is if, if they wanted to try it out and see how Spider-Man 2018 would sell, I can guarantee you that they would sell 10 million easy if you included that 2018 spider-man with the new miles morales and you sold that as a, as a as a as a third party publisher on xbox where, where do you feel a am i really on the deep end of this or do am i making sense mag okay you know what first of all this this is a spider web here because this could go in a thousand different directions unintended right? yeah yeah wow wow i didn't even realize it my goodness <laughs> Woo! There we go. Monday evening, folks. So anyways, here we go. This is the thing. He could be talking about so many different things. Yes. He could be talking about, let's say, if he goes, if the PlayStation um, if the PlayStation numbers are not enough, then release it day and date on PC. Yes. Stop the pussyfooting around. Right. Now, here's the other side of the coin. Sony, not Jim Ryan, Sony doesn't want that. Because Sony is hell-bent on still living in the 90s, and they need to sell the hardware in order to make their money. They are dependent on that hardware sale, as opposed to utilizing the hardware as a vehicle to, to, uh, to use software, right? Where all the other companies, basically what they're doing is they, they're just giving you the, the hard, they're giving you the hardware, and then basically they're making up all the money on the back end with the software. Right, it's like your cell phone. You're yes. not paying for your cell phone, basically. It's it's subsidized heavily, and then on top of it, you're paying your monthly fee, whatever, blah blah blah. And then what? And then they're making up all that money on the services, right? Yeah. It's the mm -hmm. same. And you guys remember? Uh, I, I don't know if anybody still has cable. I don't have cable anymore. 
but I don't know the cable companies up here. They gave you the damn box for free. Yep. Yes. Okay. They're like, here, installation free, internet installation free. Here's the cable box free. But they make the money on the service, right? Whereas Sony never is not as not about that. Sony is about they still require, or at least in in their eyes, they still require the hardware sales. Therefore, I still can't believe that Sony would ever say yes to putting games day and date on PC because they want people to buy the PS5. Yes. And then a year later or two years later or whatever, I don't think it'll be that long of a gap anymore. I think that two, three year gap is going to shorten to like less than a year or maybe, maybe about a year. Okay. That's what I see for future games. Like for example, God of War Ragnarok, I think it'll be on PC by fall of 2023. I don't think it's going to be like 2025 or whatever. They're not going to hold it off that long. They're going to want to still, you know, they're going to want to strike when the iron's hot still, right? And, you know, when it comes to Sony games, let's face it, people pump them up for, like, a good solid year before they start to, like, fizzle out and then they they move on to the next, you know, big thing or whatever, right? So I think that I could see that. Now, that's where it doesn't make sense. So what I'm thinking is happening here is I think that there's a very quiet and polite civil war going on at Sony in terms of business ideology. You see what I'm saying? I think Yeah, that, that very Jim- well could be. That there's certainly very I mean listen, all you have to do is look at what Jim Ryan did when he was leading the charge in uh in the in the in the European region. Right. Right? Uh he he came in on the scene and with his knowledge and know-how the, the the PlayStation Four was out out dueling the the Xbox seven to one. It was and, completely and dominant. It was absolutely completely dominant. So yep. he understands money. We also understand that you know the, again we we don't know how long you know we're getting every day uh, that passes. And COVID sometimes spikes, sometimes it goes back, sometimes it spikes again. The, the chip shortage situation is out of control. And now we're hearing that you might not be able to go to your local Best Buy and get and walk in and find a, a, an Xbox Series X and a PlayStation 5 until the end of 2023. Folks, we just started 2022. So if there's not, I mean, we understand that there's going to be uh, the dual releases. Right. We, you know, obviously they want the generations originally, but the, the, they need if they want that, they need the hardware that they, they just don't have. So you can't you can't box out all of those PlayStation players. But I, I think you might be onto something regarding the internal civil war of the way that Jim wants to do business. And right. The way that they're used to doing business. That, that's a, a very interesting point. So you think about it. If you know anything about Japanese business, these people are not very willing to bend to anything new. That's correct. They yes. are hard. Head, they're they're they got they're like mules. Okay, like stubborn as you like, you know what I mean? And just set in the way I swear to God. Remember, I said it last week or the week before, by the way, so shout out to special Nick in the chat there, by the way. Thanks for dropping by, buddy. Hey, Nick, um, what's up, brother? Welcome. Yeah, he's yeah, he's here. So uh, here's the thing. I remember what I said last week or the week before. I swear to God, if it wasn't for Microsoft, we'd still be using cartridges. Okay. And, and Nintendo's still using cartridges. Sure so are. you know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous. But anyways, mm. that's besides the point. Crispy, calm down, sir. So let me tell you something. Here's the thing. I think that, like I said, there's, there is a, a, a quiet civil war in terms of the ideology of where the business is moving forward. I think that Jim is very much on board with the way that Microsoft and, and Xbox, and particularly Phil Spencer, 
their philosophy of, about how the gaming business is going to move in the future. Right. And therefore, I think that Jim is in line with that. And I think he sees it. He's not stupid. You don't get in that position. Don't listen to Twitter, folks. Don't listen to some guy with eight followers talking about how he knows what Jim <laughs> Ryan's all about. Let me tell you something. Jim Ryan does not get into that position. I make fun of the guy, whatever. That's just jokes. But here's the thing. You do not get into that position by being stupid. Okay? Best. This is a very intelligent human Dude, being. Dude, he is the CEO. He is the CEO and Correct. president of SIE. Uh, that is no small feat, ladies and gentlemen. So th this is what I'm thinking, Boom. He sees what, what, what Phil is doing. He sees that what their philosophy is moving forward. And he's like, wait a minute. We can get in on this piece of pie. Now, he, I'm going to have a mad hat theory, which I'm going to save towards the end because it's kind of wacky. And I don't think anybody's going to believe me. They're going to laugh it off. But here's the other thing. So now... What does he want to do? Maybe release these games on PC day and date. Not going to happen. Sony doesn't want that to happen. Sony, the company, doesn't want that to happen because they want people to buy the PS5 hardware. Right. Otherwise, they still wouldn't be doing timed exclusivity on games. They still want people to buy the PS5 hardware to get into that ecosystem. Fair. Now, here's the other thought. There's the wacky thought that, like, yeah, you could say, okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe some of these games end up in the Xbox ecosystem. That's a really tough sell to me. I don't buy that entirely, but I'm not taking it off the table because like I said to you guys before, if someone told me on December 31st what, what kind of news we're going to expect in January, I would have said nothing. Yeah. And January has been the wildest, craziest month in gaming in probably a damn decade. How, so, how, well, you know what? To, to that point, I, 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 I must confront you. I, I yes. must say that you make sense. But if someone would have told you that MLB the show was coming to Xbox. What was your what would your opinion? Oh, I would have laughed it. I would have laughed it off. There is not and not only Xbox, Game Pass day one. Remember yes. the never was? Yes. And like I, I'm like, like if you told me that, I would have laughed. I would have said, You're completely out of your mind. You know what? Take that story to the National Enquirer. It'll fit right in. Okay, with whatever <laughs> stories they're printing great. over there. You know, oh woman has seven-headed baby. MLB the show is going to Game Pass. <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? They would have fit right in line with the That's same great. ridiculous stories. But here's the thing. Now, now that here's the other other side of it. I've seen in the chat as I keep looking around and I'm looking at the whole situation, and I hear a lot of people saying Sony going third party. Sony is not going third party. No, anytime not at all. No, okay, not, not they, even remotely close. They are the market leader still. I right. understand what, like, even when King David talks about it, he's actually probably not wrong. I could see that, like, being something way down the road, but not giving up on the hardware. I could see them moving into a different, ready for this? Meta space. Okay, oh, no, something that that's going to be online, something that's going to require a Sony Fire Stick or whatever the hell, that kind of thing. Maybe the Spartacus thing, um, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, nothing will come day and date or whatever. That's fine. That's fine. Maybe not yet. Maybe they're going to slowly ease into it. Maybe it'll take two years. Maybe it'll take three years, but then eventually they'll get to that point. Maybe they're trying to slowly build the foundation for so that they can have something as successful as Game Pass. And then the two of them would not actually be competing with each other, but instead you put these at two affordable prices that people will easily be able to be part of both ecosystems. It is a win-win for everybody, and it is a win-win to keep Apple, Google, and Tencent out of the equation. That is something that I have been preaching for a long time that I think that these companies, 
boom, I put up a tweet. I didn't think I was going to get this kind of response. I put up the tweet, and I'm like, anybody else get this feeling that, like, Sony and Microsoft are in a way, not collusion way, but in a way working together in order to keep these other companies out of the equation? Boom, I had 75,000 people stop by that tweet. Wow. That means that I'm not the only crackpot who's thinking that this is possible. Well, Obviously, to, uh, to, there to be are fair, a lot of to, people. To be, to be fair to those numbers, I, I'm almost positive people were expecting you to show up with a unicorn, something on your head, and you didn't. So maybe that's, <laughs> that could be potentially part of the draw. But continue. Well, see, that's <laughs> the, so, yeah. so here's the thing. So, like, so the point was, I wasn't trying to brag numbers there. The point was is that obviously a lot of people feel the same. At 100%. They're starting to come around to the fact that I think that what's happening is, is that, guys, the console war is over. You just don't know it yet. Mm. The new war is on its way. Okay? And that's what you, you remember what Gandalf said at the end of the two towers? Like, you know, the war for the, for the, the you know, Helm's Deep is over, but the war for Middle Earth has yet to begun. That thing, right? It's the same thing. The war for Middle Earth is basically Apple, Google, okay, and Tencent. And I think that what's going to happen is that they're all threatened by this, but Sony does not have, let's face it, they do not have the muscle to fight off those companies. Microsoft does. And Microsoft, if they flex, they will crush them. That's the thing. So now, but what not, but you know what? The enemy is my the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? Indeed. So I could see that them working together in a way, not in a collusion way. People were like going crazy. I'm like, Meg, you don't know what you're talking about. It's collusion, it's illegal. I'm like, guys, not directly but indirectly so that they share the space together. I could see that Spartacus and Game Pass, think about this, Boom. Let's say you can't afford two consoles, okay? Look at us. Two consoles, extra controllers, games, software. You're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Correct. Right? Everybody on yes. this panel, we basically are doing all this stuff. All right? So, therefore, that being the case, right, what if – all of a sudden, not only Game Pass is 15 bucks a month, even if it goes up to like 16 or 17 <clears> at some point, right? Then all of a sudden you get uh, PlayStation. When they start coming around with Spartacus, let's say it starts at 10 and it's not so great. Then they start adding another tier. And then all of a sudden in a couple of years, it's 15 bucks and it's good. Well, then for 30 bucks a month, you now have access to both ecosystems. Let me get. Let me tell you right now, you will not have 25 million people playing Spider-Man. You will have 80 million people playing Spider-Man. Correct, 100%. Yeah. You will have 100 million people playing the next Halo. You will have 100 million, like, because then these people will be able to go seamlessly between both ecosystems, and yes. Phil and Jim will be sitting there with a giant martini going, <laughs> and they'll be making a fortune. That is what I see moving forward. And that's where I think that, that like, and that's that's my personal call of what I think is going to happen in, in the future from all that, you know. Well, you know, I, and, and I like what you're putting down. You make, you make, you make a lot of sense. Uh, first of all, I want to welcome in BitCloud Gaming. What, BitCloud. what a day for you to be here, specifically because we're talking PlayStation. And, well, listen, quite frankly, you're one of the best of the best of the best, sir. When it comes to representing the brand, and not only are you are Mr. 10K, but you're Mr. IGN as well, so we know that you are representing gaming in the best light possible. How the heck are you, man? Welcome. I'm good, man. I'm here in the convo. I'm like, oh, okay, I see Meg. I see you. Well, <laughs> hey, man, I'm well, telling you. Yes. And, 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 behind the scenes. 
Yeah, I, I think I think actually I think he's onto something, and with that, Big Cloud, we're definitely going to bring you in on the conversation on that. But I I, I got to go to Web Dave on this. See now, Web, the the reason why I want to bring you next, obviously besides being a very special guest, uh, is you. you you have a, you've had a lot to say about this specifically. Now again, I have never suggested that you're going to see first party golden IPs go to Xbox and vice versa. You're never going to see Master Chief. On a PlayStation, you're never gonna see Kratos on on on, on Xbox. That that that's a fact. Um, but here's here's where I start to walk the razor's edge, so to speak. Um, last year, we saw Sony get pressured by MLB saying, "Hey, listen, you sold two two point uh, three million copies of MLB The Show 2020, and that's great. That's great, but that's not enough money for us." Because we're only bringing in X amount, and we want this amount because it's MLB, right? We're, we are MLB. We are baseball. We want more money. And uh, and we're looking over, and we're saying, man, Nintendo, that would that'd do really good with the baseball, which is releasing this year. And they look over at Xbox, and they say, wow, man, Xbox has a lot of players. And that Game Pass, well, look at their numbers. The numbers don't lie. Now, I, I this is this is an opinion, Dave. By all means, take it and run with it, or leave it on the sideline. Whatever you want to do. What if Marvel turns around and says, "Hey, the numbers, the lifetime numbers of Spider-Man 2018 at 25 million are fantastic, and we're very happy. The numbers of Miles Morales, which are at 20." million plus five million short of of, of 2018 spider-man says that that character first of all if you ask me who i like better i, lo- I love spider-man but that miles morales game hit me in the feels for a lot of reasons so for me i take that one first because i love miles i love the family story i love everything about the kid so that's why i take that first over peter but what if marvel turns around and says you know if we were to only release Spider-Man No Way Home in uh, regal theaters, we would make some money. But what about all the other theaters that we didn't release it in? Now, again, this is just simply an opinion. What if they look and say, well, what if we could have 45 million copies sold of Spider-Man 2018 versus 25? What if Miles Morales uh, launched uh, on Xbox and we got an additional 10 to 15, 20 million sales because or Microsoft drops, uh, you know, a big bag of money off to, to, to you know, to Papa Disney and uh, and it goes into Game Pass. Again, this this is simply a suggestion. Now, we understand that, you know, I understand the argument. Well, just a second. Boom. That's first party. Yeah. So is MLB the show. And the same way that was basically strong-armed like the mafia, hey, do this or you lose that. I'm right. not saying Disney's going to do it, but it there is a lot of room for Jim Ryan to make money. And here's the thing. I think Mag made a great point. They're, they're dependent, and I say they. Sony's dependent on the old school, the old-fashioned way of making money, and that's selling consoles. But we all know, and you don't got to be a rocket scientist to figure this out, it's the software sales where you make your money and leaving PlayStation to just sell on PlayStation when you can't get PlayStation fives out the door is a mistake. And I think that Jim Ryan sees it at that. And those comments from Jim Ryan, both at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year, like bookends tell a much different story than maybe a year ago. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I'll tell you, boom. Um, 
from what you know from what you're throwing down <laughs> i do um i mean it um uh, it makes sense that you know there's entities out there that would like to have more money and you know sony you know does like the money um when, when they did it to the mlb the show and and brought it on um on game pass i i used to play some sports games <clears throat> not super big on them right now but um i downloaded it i played it because it was on game pass I tried it out. It wasn't really for me, but I love the fact that it was there for people that are into that and love that kind of sport that they were like, man, you know, something they've been wanting for a long time and now it was available. And they saw a vast amount of, you know, rewards for that. Um, the MLB uh, license did because obviously, you know, they liked the numbers they got. They liked uh, everything that uh, that happened and they were like, let's, let's do it again next year. Obviously they went, they went back. And you know, did it again because it's coming out. And then they were like, "Wow, what else do we got?" You know, and now they're bringing it to Nintendo, which is fantastic. You know, there's a lot of Nintendo players that are like, you know, you know, wow, we're going to get this quality of game on the Nintendo, and that's, you know, again, it it is about the money. Um, Mag's point of of the which I loved, um, you know, bringing it to a console. You know, day and date on, 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 on no, I don't think that would happen. But um, which I mean, you, you you said that you thought you know at a later date, six months, a year down the line, those kind of things make sense. It is a possibility as long as it's not. If they're doing it for PC, why couldn't they do it for the Xbox? Why couldn't they do that for the for the ecosystem? Um, I mean, is it likely? I don't I don't really know. I mean, at this point, it's it's all new territory. Yes, absolutely. And again, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm the yep. one that wrote the show and I, and, I, and it's extremely highly unlikely. But we're also seeing we're also living in bizarre world where right. if you would have told me that Microsoft was going to buy Activision, I'd be like, you know what? Somebody get this guy straight, Jack, because he's just crazy. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, it, it, again, stranger things have happened. But, uh, I, you know, I said this specifically to you when we were in the green room. I said the door has been left open. Right? Yes. And when you leave a door open, well, air gets in. Mm. And mm, yep. sometimes that air pushes the door open just a little bit more and then a little bit more until the door is wide open. Now, I'm not saying that my, my theory is incorrect, incorrect or otherwise. I'm saying right. that there is certainly a possibility. And I and, and real quick, I, I got a, a shout out uh, to Super Chats, Dave, and I'll come right back to you. Space Dovigan drops a very generous $2 Super Chat and says, Hideki only wants one thing and it's F-bombs. Disgusting. <laughs> I see I see your point. And Kirby Louise, now he makes a great point, one I should have probably led with, and it does make a lot of sense. He drops a very generous and $10 super chat. So Kirby Louise, thank you for the generosity. And he also says something very, very uh, on point or, or on, on topic, so to speak. He says, unfortunately, it's not that simple. If Disney tries that and Sony says they're going to pull Spider-Man from the MCU, which hurts Disney a lot, more than getting a game, uh, getting to sell Spider-Man games on Xbox, Switch, PC. Yeah, and he's right. He's 100% right because I, I've always said, again, I'm no proof. I didn't see any of the contracts. I've always said that the reason why uh, 
Xbox doesn't have any Marvel heroes is because I, I, I honestly believe that it was kind of boxed out of the conversation because of the sharing agreement with Spider-Man and Spider-Man with the MCU is extremely important. Look at just look, look what happened with at no way home. I believe that they're, they're just about to cross $2 billion and they haven't even released it on home video yet. So it, it, it's, it's, it's Spider-Man's a big deal, but please Dave continue. No, I'm, I, and you're, and he's right. Uh, that is a, a great super chat that, um, that it, you know, it, it definitely, I mean, you know, there's lots of contracts in place and, you know, Sony, you know, does like, that uh, that position that they've got themselves in. I mean, you know, Marvel for years has you know tried to get you know everybody back home. You know, the reason that Sony has Marvel or has uh, Spider Man to begin with was because that uh, Marvel was hurting for money and they were ready to close. And you know, it was just about uh, it was literally months away from shutting down when they did the licensing agreement. Now, in hindsight, do they wish they had made some? better you know better deals or better adjustments or you know kind of you know length on there or um you know ways of them to get it back i'm sure they do now but uh but they are that they are able to work with the mcu you know as, as brought us some of the great probably some of the greatest spider-man movies ever you know yes so indeed. so with with that said you know the is there is there possibility that it could happen sure there's definitely a possibility um and it just it really depends on how things lay out now if if jim's like saying spider-man has reached its limit because you know it's it's a it's if it's if it's on our system and this is as many as we can get well now it's time to you know to bring it to pc and it's going to bring that much more income for them on that ip and if it was made available for Xbox and or Nintendo, well, obviously there's going to be that much more money that has potential to make with just that one, you know, IP that they've already got done. Um, and not necessarily IP, but I mean the particular game, the Miles Morales or the just original Spider-Man. Port, uh, porting the, the, it over, Dave, would be copy and paste. Right. That's exactly. Fact. That's a that's yeah. a fact, folks. If you wanted to take Spider-Man 2018 and Miles Morales, it's like copy paste Xbox. Let's see how that works. Yeah, yeah, it's easy for them to 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 really get it done if it's something that you know that was, you know, I I, I would love for it to happen. I think it would be fantastic. It would it would be great. Uh, I think it would be good for gaming. I think it'd be good, you know, uh, especially now when you know they're trying to show seems like. Some kind of like you know, I don't know, solidarity or, or or not necessarily, I don't know, kind of a kind of a you know, hey, you know, you're if you you're helping us out with this Call of Duty thing, and and if of course we'll 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 know we'll all know when the deal is actually done, right? What it really is, you know, I'm actually going to further that that, that opinion because okay. that was actually going to be my next. That's a great point. I I keep calling it the Call of Duty factor, and even though we know that Warzone is staying, uh, I have a and again, if people got in their fields, I, I actually had my chat turned against me. I think it was uh crispy. You were there for that. I think it was Friday show. Yeah, uh, it wasn't uh, wasn't pretty. A lot of people felt got in their fields uh, and uh, said some pretty uh, some some strange commentary uh, regarding me saying, "Hey, listen." What do you care? It sounded, like, in, you know. it sounded like somebody that uh, should not be named. Yes. Well, we will not name the nameless. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Dave, I mean, listen, Dave, great points. We're going to come Thank back you. around to this. Uh, I, I, I don't think we're, we're, we're done talking about this at all. 
I do want to bring in before I bring in Cloud, before I bring in Crispy, I got to bring in Dutch. Dutch, look, the Call of Duty factor that Dave was mentioning is an interesting one. Now, I'm not suggesting that Microsoft is going to dangle it like a carrot, not at all. But I'm just saying that when you have Call of Duty, uh, and you're you're going to be potentially become the owner, and I say potentially because the deal isn't going to get it's not done yet. Uh, it could be. Th- Foobarred by the FTC. We, we, we don't know. Is it unlikely? Sure, but it's always a possibility. So until the ink is dry, we're just going to keep suggesting that it may or may not happen. Yeah. This is a, again, everyone, everyone, I don't think I'm the only one that says that they're, they're, they're playing nice with each other. You've heard that from Mag. You've, you've heard that from uh, uh, Web Dave. You've heard it from me. A lot of people in the chat are also suggesting that as well. Uh, and and I think it's all for the common good of the uh, keeping the industry strong, and that's the industry at, at large currently is the Xbox, it's the PlayStation, and it's Nintendo. Th- those are the industry leaders. There are other ones in there, but there's some that you don't want. A, a, ga- a game like Spider-Man uh, is going to have a tremendous amount of draw. And again, this is just my business hat I'm putting on for a hot second. Spider-Man: No Way Home is probably one of the best in Spider-Man films ever released. It would be pretty incredible that when that game launched, at some point, Sony announces, hey, for the first time, Insomniac Spider-Man coming to an Xbox near you, and they drop it for 70 bucks, but you get both games. And Do you know how many that would sell? It, ju- just on the fact that, A, it's Spider-Man. B, it's never been on Xbox. It's Insomniac Games. Who used to make games for Xbox before they were first party? Again, I'm not saying that it is going to happen. I'm just saying that if it did, it would bring in gang- gang-busting gang numbers. What are your thoughts on this? A- a- am I off my rocker? <laughs> it, not off the rocker to, to want that to happen, specifically like multi-platform, etc. Um, but... Kirby was right before um, when they were talking about just the iron grip that 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 Sony have on on Spider Man as an IP, um, even over Disney, um, to the point where they've kind of came up with a should we say a mutual agreement right now, to, so they can both use them. Um, Sony had to essentially beg, um, not Sony, Disney had to essentially beg Sony for the use of of uh, spider-man in the marvel ip um in in the likes of endgame etc and and the avengers um you essentially had to beg them to to use that um throughout it now it all stems back to massive legal uh, agreements years ago all on disney's part um which essentially ended up extending all um copyright agreements should we say and uh, leases for ips um for 100 years or in some circumstances 125 years that was actually a deal with marvel i'm just yeah correct you it was a deal with marvel sony sony bought the rights to spider-man uh the entire universe that involves spider-man through the comics that's the reason why you see venom and other you know characters that you know are important to the spider-man universe so you know at the end of the day they really they bought the rights to a single character. Yeah. On top of that, they bought the rights to the character fighting that universe. You know what yep. I'm saying? So yeah. 
you know, and this is this is way back. This uh, that's what a lot way, of people way, don't way, realize. Way like Sony, yeah. Sony got their IP in locked down quickly. until minimum twenty fifty seven. Right now, yes, <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's it. <laughs> if, if there's even a world, and it could all, it could also still get extended depending on how certain legalities go, and it, and the opposite side, depending on how certain legalities go and things like that through court battles, etc., for the IP in in the future. Um, if if things go the wrong way, because Disney is still trying to get that IP completely back under their control, um, they're also potentially losing the the figurehead of Disney, which is Mickey. Um, <laughs> again, through some weird copy like copyright and um, legalities, um, but that's a long story. But um, yeah, it could it could very well be that the 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 whole Sony exclusivity thing falls Spider Man. Um, in terms of the the use of the character and the character itself um, could end up either being voided entirely and then just being free to use um, or extended further past 2057. So it's a very difficult one. If it was any other character, like the likes of Wolverine, etc., that's 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 fair game. <laughs> that is a, that is fair game. Spider Man, on the other hand, uh, yeah, it's a whole different kettle of fish. There's so much so much backstory to that with Disney, Marvel, um, Sony. All, all kind of trying to vie for the use of that character um, and being able to. So for the time being, they've managed to get the likeness, like I say, and, and the use of the character into uh, the end, obviously the Marvels um, series. Um, but beyond that, I don't know when when we'll really see much more of it. Um, so obviously Sony have plans for, for Spidey going forwards. In terms of game rights, um that's that's a whole nother kettle of fish. Um, but again, Sony essentially have first dibs on that because of the character um, licensing that they have. So it's such a it's such a strong one. We we'd love to see it, but you can guarantee that they're more likely to put it on PC um, than they are ever to put it on Xbox. Uh, Wolverine, on the other hand, is fair game. Um, they don't have kind of an exclusivity to Wolverine. That's just a kind of temporary thing that they've managed to work out with with Marvel um, and Disney um, for the use of that character. So I'd be interested. Um, you know, but but here here here's my question to you, Dutch. When when yeah. you specifically see Jim Ryan come out and say that he's frustrated, and 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 clearly he says twenty to thirty million only they obviously yeah. want to make they want to sell more copies they they want their games to somewhere be uh they, they want to be able to say we sold 50 million copies of spider-man x and yeah. the only way they're going to do that is if they offer the, uh, the for, and again here's the, here's the thing that's interesting I, i've i've seen some people's arguments in the chat and say well if spartacus comes out they'll get all their their more people would join spartacus and 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 play because it's going to be in the service well i i beg to differ because uh, i don't know if that's in fact going to happen uh, yeah. they're not doing day and date they've already confirmed that 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 that, that story came where uh, came out of um um let's see who who did the story uh, that that was uh bloomberg dropped the story uh and and basically said that yeah listen you know we we're not the sony's not going to do day and date they're going to do it's gonna it's gonna be just an updated version of what they currently have, and if yeah. that's the case, well, having Spider Man not in there now, whether that's I don't know if that's gonna be Spider Man twenty eighteen or not, but if it's the, it, no one is going to go and get the service for Spider Man twenty eighteen, they can go buy that game for twenty bucks right now. 
So they're not going to yeah. go out and buy the service for that. They would, of course, get it for day and date. I, I, I still think that when you look at specifically what Jim Ryan said in regards to the hundreds of millions potentially, I know that's a bit of a far fetch. But when he starts talking, uh, the, the it's the same. It's the same kind of numbers that that Phil Phil's touting around because he he wants to reach the billions and things. Yes. And I think that's kind of what he's alluding to, really, isn't it? It's it's more not I want all of these games to hit a hundred million because that's unrealistic. Even, <laughs> um, we, I mean, Nintendo's kings of selling first party IP. Um, you're talking 30, 40 million copies for every first party IP that comes out, and they're a closed ecosystem. Um, I think even if if we're releasing, and you see that for games that are big AAA titles that release across multiple platforms. Excluding GTA, which is a juggernaut in itself, um, and sell like you mentioned, we mentioned kind of last time it was like 160 million copies or something ridiculous by now. Um, excluding GTA, the vast majority of these big AAA IPs, regardless of what they are, even on uh, multi-plats, um, you're lucky to sell your 20s and 30 millions across every device that's there. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think. For them specifically, they'll still need draws coming at the platform. Spider-Man's been one of their biggest success stories, bar none. Um, so I don't think they'd ever let that go um, as a as a platform exclusive. I think to them, that's kind of another one of their figureheads. They're staple uh, IPs now for that platform, um, much like it would be the Halo IP or something like that. Um, in terms of copies sold, of course, like you see that it's in the 20 millions, etc., uh, I fully expect um, potential other other games. I, you know what it is? It's hard to see which ones that would be willing to let go of um, and put into a kind of a multi-plat scenario. You're looking at Horizon there, and Horizon's selling very well. Uh, well, the previous one did, 20 million plus copies. Yes. I think it was as well. Yep. Um, the new one comes out very shortly. And and again, Aloy is another one of these kind of instant um, poster, uh, poster girls, should we say, in this instance. For the platform, it's 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 a figurehead of the actual um, studio. I think they try to achieve that with the Japanese um, IP, of course, with Ghost of Tsushima. They wanted kind of a more an Asian figurehead there. Um, so obviously, over in in Sony, over in Japan, um, kind of that's the poster boy over there. Um, and and likewise, I think maybe games like Ratchet very well could could go multiplat. Um, I could see something like that go um god of war i still couldn't see go no no their their mainstay i I don't expect to grant turismo whatever show up on xbox but this is also why they're moving into the the games as a service and they're gonna create these ips which they will want everywhere and these games as a service games they'll want to put everywhere yep um they could do offshoots of some of the big ips that are games as a service that sell everywhere and people that play these games as service games might want to go and experience the single player version of it and then have to go on to a Sony platform or subscription service to be able to play that. There's many ways they can do it. It's business. Um, yes. It's called enticing the customer. You, you draw them in with a little bit of, of, of sweet sweetness. Uh, and then you, 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 that's how you get the customer base. You, you offer them something that they really want, but you give them just enough of a, of a taste um, to kind of draw them into that platform. Um, and I think that's what Sony will aim to do with these games as a service games and, and kind of multiplayer games that they're going to start generating. They're the ones we'll see first. Um, 
I think going forwards, I think a lot of people have said this as well. I I see potentially God of War Ragnarok being the first one to do PC D and D with console. Well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly that that's going to be interesting. That that if it, again, we we have the rest of the year to to find out. Yeah, yeah, it's it. That, I think that's I, I foresee that one to be the first. We're still yet to get a release date out of that game as well. Um, Obviously, I really want to see it. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up getting pushed back some way, shape, or form, whether it be a couple of weeks, months, whatever it is. Um, obviously, we don't know have a release window right now, anyway, so we wouldn't know what the delay would be on that. Yeah. Um, but it's been obviously it's been a, a short while since we've seen it. But yeah, it's both both platforms. It's it's hard to see what avenue they're going to take in terms of what they will retain as exclusive. And what they will then put forward as a fair game for everybody to play, um, and you know, and, and and you make a lot, you make a tremendous point. I mean, listen again, I I don't I expect one final point on the Call of Duty thing that yes. I can see happening. Uh, much like Halo Infinite, um, and even in Crossfire, as much as people hate hate what has happened with that, and obviously it's not available on Game Pass yet, still it's terrible. Um, I want my money but, back, Xbox. But That's what, good. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what it is? I enjoyed the campaign, the first campaign. I haven't played the second one yet. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, it was all right. It was the same as any other Call of Duty campaign I've played. So it's full of action, a relatively decent story. Um, now to write, write home about, but not, not horrific either. Um, but that aside, the way they have implemented the campaign and the multiplayer is the way I foresee Microsoft to do that going forward for Call of Duty. So you'll get a free-to-play client IP where multiplayer is free to everybody. Yeah. Um, the campaign, however, is built within the multiplayer um, client that you get, much like Halo is. So you download Halo's multiplayer, and then the that is the client for the game. And then you can download the campaign within the client. You can't download it separate, much like Crossfire, which is yes. exactly the same thing. You download... Yep the multiplayer, and then you download the campaign within the client. I think Call of Duty going forward will end up like that, where Call of Duty as the multiplayer segment will be completely multiplat, but it'll be a client, a free-to-play client, where the multiplayer is free-to-play, and it's all based on MTX and season passes and all that jargon. But the campaign segment that is built into the client is the exclusivity part that Xbox keep a hold of. I mean, it it it, it, it makes well, sense on a on a on a financial basis for Sony yes. because they're not they're not bothered about the single player because the single player at the end of the day isn't what is recurring revenue. The recurring revenue is the multiplayer, and I think as long as they keep that as the multi multiplat section, there is going to be no issues in terms of the what happens with the single player. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see, and I have a feeling that we're going to see. Uh, some some trade offs, but yeah. but uh, crispy. Before I bring you into the conversation, let me catch up with some of the super chats. Kevin S. drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "Resident Evil announcement coming tomorrow. Maybe RE4 remake announcement thoughts." Yes, with second half of the show, brother, we are talking Resident Evil, and uh, yeah, I'm almost positive that oh, we not only we're going to get a trailer, but we're going to get a release date, and that is coming this year. And hopefully, I can get my hands on the collector's edition that's going to have a Chris Redfield. Uh, statue. Uh, because yeah, you got I a have, problem, boom. Hope you know that. No, 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 I definitely have a problem. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, thankfully, it's 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 video games and not alcohol or drugs. I get <laughs> hey, come on. 
But listen, uh, we like our beer. Yeah, I'm yeah, with Meg. I, I, listen, I, I hear you if you like beer. I I'll take a Dr Pepper or a sugar free ginger ale. But we're okay. It's okay. Uh, Jet fan ninety crispy on sparkling water. I sparkling do. water. I don't yeah. have it here, but I do. Yeah, I do like sparkling water. It's actually, the Stop and Shop brand is quite good. Uh, but listen, I, they're not paying me for the advertisement, so let me continue. Jet fan ninety five drops a very generous two dollars super chat and says chance of old Activision Marvel games coming to game pass i i would not be surprised if we saw some legacy titles drop into xbox game pass and even potentially get a boost which would be kind of dope um see um we also have danny passion official danny what's up brother welcome he drops a five dollar super chat and says the perfect world would be uh would be able to play any game you that you want by just buying a subscription service, regardless of device that you own, PC, TV, phone, etc. Yeah, I mean, I, this is probably never going to happen, but man, we're getting close. We are, we are definitely getting close with these subscription subscription services. Um, I don't think Nintendo's ever going to have one because people like me, you just we just keep buying the damn games. But uh, crispy, look again. This isn't uh, a stake in the ground. Hey, it's definitely happening. But the fact that Jim Ryan has come out and he's used words like he's frustrated. Uh, he's He actually came out and specifically said that the PlayStation fan base is not enough. That that's not, a, that's not something I made up. That's something that he said publicly. He also talked about wanting to expand these works of art to tens of millions of more uh, uh, people. Now, again, the numbers that he's talking about, you could suggest, oh, he means PC, boom. He doesn't mean Xbox, but does he? That's that's what we don't know. Again, it's 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 certainly subject for discussion. For you, seeing how uh, they for literally freaked out when Microsoft bought Activision and we're we're going to be in control of of Call of Duty among other many 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 IPs. Do you think there could be some deal worked out that maybe a Spider-Man game from Insomniac? landed on an xbox not spider-man um i'll tell you this uh if you look at phil's tweets like when he said you know we had some really good talks like first of all a lot of people don't realize phil is a huge destiny fan yes a lot of people don't understand that they don't get it i'll tell you right now my brother xbox he's a huge destiny fan the dude's got like hundreds of hours you know almost days my brother on, too. On thousands thousands of hours you my know brother. you know you know so it's it's one of those things where it's like you know they could have told him and and you have to understand this like when you're talking to a ceo like he is he's contractually obligated not to say a damn word about anything that he talks to people okay it's almost like the president of the united states right for that company, he is sitting there and he cannot say, like, if if somebody from Sony told him that that was going to happen, he's going to be upset. But all of a sudden, Sony's like, we're going to play ball. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to do something we've never done. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, hate how Jim Ryan, but it, I mean, you could bring up Phil Spencer for this. Like, you know, hey you know, uh, high fidelity VR and all, all those, those talking points that they had for a period of time, Jim Ryan had a misstep, 
But at the same time, he's looking at Sony and saying, you know, we need to do bigger than just selling consoles. We need yes. to be bigger than that. And maybe that's why he's frustrated. Now, he's not going to tell us the whole the whole spiel, as I like to call it. It's it's one of those things that you just go and look at the, you know, what's going on. And you say, well, Sony's fine. They're selling a lot of consoles. Well, that's great. But I'll tell you right now, you know, Activision didn't sell to Microsoft because of King, because King was probably carrying their entire freaking company. No doubt about it. Time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Candy Crush is just, it's one of those IPs I'll never get, but I can't deny that people love it. People love it. And that's where I go and look at it and I say, okay, everybody says Spider Man. Nah, if they're going to go multiplat, and, and you see this with MLB because still MLB the show is the best baseball game you could play right now. Correct. You know yes. what I'm saying? So you think about that and they see the reception from even the Xbox game. Half of the sales came from Xbox. So, so think about that for a second. And then also think about that Sony does not own, not like Spider-Man. Spider-Man, like the IP for movies, everything else, they have they have a bargaining card. They do not own the IP for Wolverine. Wolverine and X-Men was bought by Fox about the same time Sony bought Spider-Man. Correct. It was it was darn close. So you look at that and you say all those characters involved. And I go and say, you know what? Insomniac clearly has proven that they are good at making a, a superhero game. And when I saw the, the Logan-esque status, my only concern is you can't jump ahead too far. You have to introduce the man that is Wolverine. Yeah. That that absolutely will cut your throat in a second. I'll tell you, X-Men 2... I don't even think people could watch it right now because they they, they wouldn't, you know, and there's no blood. They they were very good about that stuff. But, I mean, that was made by Fox. It was not made by Disney. You know what I'm saying? They were very good about that. And there, there are some movies like like uh, Wolverine Origins. I was like, eh, you know, but it was still entertaining. I feel like we're at the point where they're going to do something pretty crazy in most people's minds, but a lot of people didn't think they would ever see MLB the show on yes. game pass day and date. It never would have happened in their thoughts. So I go and say, okay, Spider-Man, I feel like because they have these rights, you know what I'm saying? Like Disney ain't touching that. And you know what, Sony? I, I don't hate them for that. I really no, don't. No, no, it, it's their IP. I mean, it's, they it, will. It, it, they they did something that not a lot of other companies would have done at the time, including Microsoft. I'm just saying. You know, what I'm saying that they they took a risk, and it has clearly paid off now. And you look at it now, and you say, okay, why is Wolverine? And, and, and apparently, it's Insomniac that's doing it. I don't think it's completely them i think it's somebody else on the backside, and this is where we go into like the whole conversation about you know 
the the craziness that like you know you could say it's it's under one gaming company rather than another and that's with the activision deal it's like uh well you could say this game's under this company and really the developers are doing this that's that's some shady stuff but it's true if you think about it so you you look at that and you say why in god's name wouldn't they take wolverine which you know even the trailer i was super impressed but at the same time i'm like are people going to not understand where the story comes from? Because it looked like true on Logan. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And Logan's the end of the story. Unless you're going to a metaverse type thing where it's, it's you know, like the what ifs. Like, dude, I, I didn't think I was going to let, because it's cartoon and everything else. I watched what if. I was dude, like, was so my good. God. It is so amazing. Like, I love, like, how they approached it. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of it, you're like, damn, I need more. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if they take what, you know, Kevin Feige, especially, you know what I'm saying? And and, and all these people, like, like you know, John Favreau, they have, have made these IPs so good. And it taking consideration making these games, they're going to be freaking off the charts, amazing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's where I go and say like Wolverine, like you could start that, like like you could see parts that we've never seen, but are in the comics. Well, Wolverine starts exactly the way what we saw. A lot of people don't understand that. He starts exactly the way he ended. A lot of people don't get that. But if you yeah. read the comics, so so you, you think it's it, it's more it's more likely that Wolverine comes to Xbox than Spider Man? Absolutely, I think Spider Man is Sony's IP that they're not going to let go, no matter what. They're mm. not going to allow it to be anywhere else but on Sony, whether it be them you know, producing and directing and doing everything with it. And then having some, you know, like, you know, nowadays it's like, okay, Marvel's going to come in and be like, you know, Marvel Disney's going to come in and be like, Hey, you can't do this. Cause it won't, it won't be a part of the, the universe. The MCU. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, but I, they get that's... the gaming rights, which a lot of people don't realize technically they do not have the gaming rights. No, they, they, they don't have toys, merchandising, or they simply have the movie IP only. Listen, it, again, this is this is a conversation that I expected to have a lot of opinions. Everyone has not disappointed so far. I do want to get one more before we move on to the Resident Evil topic. And we're bringing the, one of the biggest PlayStation representatives who does it the right way, who has done it the right way, has crossed 10,000 subs on his channel, and has done incredible since hitting that 10k big cloud gaming first of all brother welcome for welcome to the show thank you so much for joining us i, I want to get your opinion on this because if there's one thing that anyone could say about you is that you bring facts to any sony conversation even if it nets you negative in the loss column when it comes to subs you you tell the truth you speak it you don't speak it from a fanboy point of view and listen when I originally did this topic, I got a lot of nasty comments that I'm pork begging, which is preposterous because 
I have I have platinum Spider-Man 2018. I'm one trophy away from platinuming Miles Morales. I own a PlayStation 5, so I'm going to buy Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. So and I'm probably going to platinum those because I'm an MCU freak. But with that said, hearing Jim Ryan's comments where he is implying that the 20 and 30 million per regular game per artwork that their studios put out isn't enough. Could one suggest that maybe Spider-Man 2018 and old Miles Morales could have met, maybe drop onto the Xbox? Uh, so let's touch on that. So we had this conversation, I think, a year and a half ago. We talked about Nintendo at this point when Nintendo is in a different league by itself because Nintendo games simply sell. It's that simple. So Nintendo can guarantee to their shareholders <clears throat> 30 million in record time and the game might go on to sell yep. close to 50. So the thing about PlayStation and Sony, Sony doesn't have that luxury when it comes to their first party. And then and they just started to get into this 25, 30 or whatever um, million sells in terms of first party pretty much this generation i don't think they did the last generation with ps4 and they definitely didn't come close with ps3 ps3 was probably one of the worst generations of all time when it came to sales of their first party so when you hear jim ryan talk about the possibilities when you see jim ryan talking about you know uh <laughs> never say never type of thing uh it makes sense because first of all the market's changed We've had this conversation so many times. The market has yep. literally changed. Yeah, it's no, they're not right before a rise too. Yeah, they're not counting hardware sales as much, and hardware sales is not enough anymore as as it is. And the reason why I say hardware sales is not enough as it is because number one, first of all, there are complications that go with hardware sales, as you guys already know. The chip shortages they can't even guarantee you a PS Five. Neither can Microsoft. So when it comes to first party software, it makes sense to make more. But how do you? But how do you make more? You have to have an option to get into the ecosystem. Now, <clears throat> PlayStation Infinite, I'm guessing, again, that's what it's called. Spartacus with a code name. Yes. Um, whatever they call that service, that service, I do see the PS5 games day and date of some point. Oh, I now, love maybe, it. Maybe not in a couple, you know, maybe not this year, right? Maybe not next year, but I would be surprised. I stand by what I said last time. I'd be surprised by the end of this generation, we don't see day and date of any particular kind on a service like PlayStation Infinite or something from there. The reason why I say that is because you look at all the leaks that's been going around, even with the NVIDIA leaks with games going to PC, had they or had they not been on point? Yes, right on point. There's just no denying it. So people think, oh, it's you're hurting the brand by putting the games on this, that, and the third. You're not hurting the brand. Sony's always been a stronger worldwide brand. The thing is, you are future-proofing the brand to make more of the games that you like in the long yeah, run. You know that, what? Yeah, you know what? I want to touch on that point because you have said this on numerous podcasts that I've tuned into, and you have gone out and said, hey, listen, the only reason why Sony is looking in other directions is because their own their own fan base that complains about games being e everywhere aren't the ones buying the games. Yeah, these are the same guys. And yeah, I, I did. I stand by it. The dudes who do the most on Twitter are the main ones who will be like, oh, I'll get it on sale. <laughs> these are the same ones that will act like, you know, when, when they see somebody stream it. They'll go, okay, it looks good, right? They'll watch a full stream of it and then go to Twitter and act like they played it and give these reviews and set these ridiculous expectations for the games. This is the same people do stuff like that all the time. And the cells speak for itself. Um, 
it's sad, but at the same time, it's not it's not surprising whatsoever. Like people want to be pandered to. I've really just noticed that people just really want to be pandered to. They don't really care about where the games go. I've seen so many people say I'm done with PlayStation and this game goes this way and this game goes here. <laughs> and yeah, when the games go there, Mag and Mag, you already know where they at. Are they? Yeah, are, I know. Did they, exactly. they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they leave PlayStation? No, there's no PlayStation. And this is why I laugh when people say, "Oh, I'm leaving if they go day and day PC." As someone who games on PC as well as console, and uh, I'm pretty sure Dutch plays on PC. I'm pretty sure you do as well, Mag at times, right? Uh, you guys already know the 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 um the path, right? When it comes to these games on PC, or some of the issues we run into on PC are drastically different <laughs> than what you run into on console now what i mean by that there it can be something as simple as a launcher it could be a driver it could be x amount of things that can make a game run poorly on pc console gamers don't have this luxury or don't have to worry about that luxury all they have to do is wait for a, a software patch and you're good to go pc it's deeper than that you're not going to leave a platform that you are comfortable with to go to something that you that's alien tech to you for one and number two you're not going to go there for the sake of going there because oh of an agenda you're not going to do that had these dudes claim they're done they're still buying the consoles had these dudes claim that it affects them in some particular way they act like they all all emotional are the main dudes you don't buy the games they want and you know it is and jim ryan knows it as it is as well it's just that simple numbers speak louder than words at this point if you i know it's hundred... funny you say that because i say that all the time i says you can have opinions about anything but the numbers don't lie yeah like i i see like the the way people move the goalposts is hilarious like i remember i got crucified with return i don't you remember that boom when i was talking about return yeah. i was like it doesn't like it's worth the the money at first right i said it and the dude was like oh but it sold well i'm like five hundred thousand units is selling well compared to guys who you know what i mean like the, the millions i'm seeing damage control this game especially the bad shape it was in yeah so i'm saying these are the same dudes that say support the developers oh you should support the developers. you shouldn't have a subscription server that's bad for you how dare you get a discount <laughs> but yet <laughs> destruction all-star is a prime example of uh, why we shouldn't have to pay 70 dollars for every single game and these are the same dudes that go oh yeah that game was good it shouldn't be used but i'm like it was used prior before it came to playstation plus the goalpost will always move. Is that simple? It doesn't matter where it is. It don't matter if the games go to PC. If it don't, it don't matter if it goes to an Xbox. Dudes are quick at the snap of a finger. They're quick to move that goalpost and switch it to something that is completely not related to the situation. And they're quick to push agendas. Again, I, I've said this many times. I've interviewed multiple people in this industry that will tell you, expect change. I've said this mm -hmm. multiple times. Expect mm -hmm. change. The, the the industry evolves. It's that simple. And you either gotta go, you're either gonna ride with it or you're gonna leave. What you gonna what's your choice? Are you gonna miss out on games? No. Are you gonna miss out on new experiences? No. This guarantees you more in the long run. And as we already know, there's no question when it comes to Sony and Microsoft, when it comes to wallets, Microsoft has a bigger wallet than Sony. Microsoft can do X amount of things with that wallet that Sony cannot do. Sony cannot compete in that in that aspect. They can't. Sony's big, you know, big um, 
their big uh, strength has always been their first party. But even with their first party, they've always run into hiccups with their first party. Their first party does not sell the units that they want. And the fact that Jim Ryan's putting it out there, I mean, again, it should further wake people up. But again, people don't listen. They think he means something else. No, it's deeper than that. If you have 120 million people buying a console and you only selling 5 million per game, and my age, I'm not even talking about 25. These are the rare occurrences. Am I not? Am I not right? These yeah, are rare no, no, you're 100% These, right. Th- this yeah. is not. This is not a constant thing. Not every single game does 25. This is the thing. Nintendo can guarantee shareholders they can sell 30 million every single game. Well, look how many copies of Animal Crossing sold. It's close. It's, it's encroaching on 50 million co- copies. That, that's that's and, Sony see, and Sony sees that. And Sony sees that. Think about it. Sony's putting all this extra effort into giving you these cinematic experiences. Horizon Forbidden West looks like a damn movie. It looks. It like, sure freaking does, dude. And I can't well, wait. Yeah. And, and that's crazy. And you see them putting all this effort to really wow you with the visuals and show off the hardware. And you mean to tell me that these games that wow you and go over the top? Can't sell thirty million a piece. Oh, dudes go, but it's a different. Uh, this is for a different uh, game or a different market. <laughs> really, really. Mm-hmm. But we go on yep. Twitter, but but we're on Twitter though. We're on Twitter talking about it every single day. I love it. And you just main one not buying it. <laughs> I love it. That's why. This is why I laugh at Twitter. That's why I don't. I don't engage in Twitter. You know, the irony is right. actually a bit is that most of the quote unquote Xbox guys like us are the ones who buy the Sony games day one. Yes, that is <laughs> how long I've have had I, Horizon for pre-ordered for like two months. Dude, how long have I been talking about Horizon Zero Dawn when they used to break <laughs> my balls? Yeah, actually, oh, you, boom, like you were game? the one who you were the one who turned me on to the game because <laughs> I was um I wasn't hundred percent sure about the IP, right? Because I mean I know I have the other IPs, like everybody knows God of War, everybody knew uh you know Last of Us and all that kind of stuff. I bought all those games, no problem. But Horizon, I was always on the fence, and you kept telling me you're like just play it so good and i love it and i mean yeah so anyway sorry go ahead brother no no i'm done you, you read about oh. that I, i've seen more <laughs> i see more people with xbox buying too but it, it's sad it, it really is sad when you have dudes who are quick to flip-flop just because you don't pander when you got dudes who are so quick to come through a chat just so you play the game and you see them you know and, and they don't think you notice this they don't think you notice this you stop. This is why I stop my streams at a certain point, right? I stop my stream at this point, and then I'll just go to Twitter. I'll be incognito. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be on Twitter. They don't even know. You'll I'm be creeping in the. In, I'll be in creeping. The I'm literally creeping on Twitter. And I'm seeing dudes talking about. Yeah, the game's great because this, that, and third. Then I'll get a message. Hey, Big Cloud, when's the next stream? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Wow. But that's the, that's the that's the reality, man. That's the reality. Dudes on PlayStation like the cap, you know. BG well, says look. it said it best. Uh, a lot of these dudes just a uh, bunch of whiny girls, and it is what it is. I stopped. I stopped caring about a lot of them in the long run because when when stuff is literally in front of you and you refuse to see the obvious signs, that's a you problem at that point. Yeah, hundred percent. That really is like you're telling yeah. yourself it's not going to happen. You're lying to people. Use your influence, saying it's not going to happen in, in these many ways. And the sad part is, it is. It's happened in front of you. The industry has changed. Yes. The whole oh my my uh my console's better than yours console mentality. Nah, it always it'll always exist. I mean, don't get me wrong. We'll say it dies dying. It always exists. Some people always look back and go Xbox was better or PlayStation was better. That's not going anywhere. But the mindset of exclusivity and all this stuff, it really has become questioned. And there's just no ifs or buts about that. It's it's been questioned for quite some time. Yeah. 
Now, as far as Wolverine, is Wolverine going to be on Xbox? I kind of doubt it. I kind of yeah, no, do I, that. I, I think that's more of a PC deal type of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, um, what the way is, if you guys saw the new Doctor Strange uh, oh, dude, trailer, yeah, there was a certain certain voice in that trailer uh, <laughs> that's very synonymous with our childhoods. Uh, that might hint at something there going down the road with MCU. Oh, it's happening. I think we're in the multiverse of gaming. I I agree with you there. You know what I'm saying? Like It's ripping open the multiverse of gaming where like all these walls are coming down. This is not the same industry. This is not the same. See, that's the thing that people have to understand. The old ways, the old guard has moved on. There is a new guard coming into the. Into there, the there's a reason. There's a reason why Jim Ryan's still there and still leading Sony. Okay, like he sees things that other people disagree with. Probably, I'm going to be honest. But we were all there when Phil, you know, disagreed with everybody else and said, "Make it about the gamers. Make it, make it something that you know." You can look back and say, like, man, like this dude really gave us something that was special. And it's something that like usually Microsoft's way too far ahead. Like, even even with the connect, like the connect is still used in like multiple applications that have nothing to do with gaming. But at the same time, it really, you know, at, at that point in time, like the voice chat, like I just saw that. They're bringing voice chat to to PlayStation. And I'm like, wow, that's actually something I've never seen them do. You know what I mean? Like, Jim is, you know, he might have said some dumb stuff, but he's kind of sitting on the pulse now of what gaming needs to be at some point. And and you got to throw the fanboys aside. Like, and either the console. money, the, the money factor, crispy. These games are encroaching in full feature film pricing. Yep. two hundred million plus. Two hundred yeah. million dollars. Listen, let's just say for S and G's that the next Spider-Man two, which by the way is probably going to be one of the best games ever released for Marvel because it has it has Spider-Man. It's got Miles Morales. We know Venom is confirmed. We know Craven the Hunt is confirmed. Game over, man. Game over. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. If that game costs Sony $200 million to make and they only sell 20 million copies, and I'm, I'm not saying like only is a bad thing. You got to understand the 25 million 2018 Spider-Man and 20 million are not initial that that is over the that's over the lifetime of the of the actual title even though those numbers are extremely impressive mm-hmm. we also have to take into effect and into account that those sales numbers included those consoles that they were giving away for free exactly the, yeah. the, 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 you can buy spider-man for $15 right now from Best Buy and that counts as a sale but that's not a full price sale. That that's a that's not that's not a suggestion folks. It's and they're not they're $15 are not making money off that. No, they're Still. not. So 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 the point of the matter is is that if they, if they if they only add and I say only. Look at what God of War did. God of War sold 2 million copies. And that's great for PC. But I'm sure Jim Ryan was hoping that it would sold 10 million copies. On PC Especially when you have like a hundred million plus uh, people on Steam, right? 
Yes. I mean, like, yeah, you, you would have accepted. But here's the thing, boom. That's where that's the conundrum because now you face the situation. Not to hear this carry this conversation forward any further, but I, I just wanted to get this out there. there. But is that the, the thing is that they've already got all those people that are on PC have most likely already played God of War on a PlayStation 4. Right. Because they most likely have a PlayStation 4 and a PC. So right. therefore, they can experience certain, at that point, certain Xbox games on their PC plus Steam games and then have that PS4 on the side. So they got those sales already. What they need to do is they need to open it up. Yeah, they do. Further. They do. So that, so that, and, and I think that's where the subscription comes in. So that, like I was saying before, my thing was, was that is that it's all got to be that people are going to be able to easily afford to be part of both ecosystems, not hardcores like us. Right. Okay. No mom and pop and Joe six pack is spending $2,500 <laughs> just so they can play Halo on one box. Okay. And Horizon Forbidden West on the other box. No one's doing that except for us. And we yeah. are a minority in yeah, that. We in are that. the minority. People, people don't realize the economy as well. They're not looking yeah. at the economy. And the economy. Thank you, Bit. A lot of people the out there are still suffering from the whole business that just happened and we're slowly getting over and whatever else, right? Yep. It's still out there. But we're you know far from so, getting back to normal in those respects. And that's yeah, and like, 100%. getting back to normal doesn't mean people got their jobs. Yeah. That's you know exactly. what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, exactly. it's a whole thing. I, they, once they open that door to affordability for the majority of the people, mm -hmm. that's where you're going to see, like I was saying, 80 million playing God of War Ragnarok or whatever. Maybe not that soon, but let's say Spider Man, okay? 2023, mm -hmm. or maybe Wolverine 2024, 25, whatever. That's where you're going to see the big numbers come in. Yeah. And that's where you can actually see good competition too. Yes, 100%. Yeah, right? it's, it's 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 going to be very interesting to see where they go, but understand this, man. Before we we uh cuz I, I I I've said I've said it before just moments ago, the industry is changing. Things that were commonplace before are not in fact going to be commonplace nowadays. You're going to mm -hmm. see companies do things that are going to be like, "Whoa, I did not see that coming." Where wow, I'm really shocked. And we and we continue to see that. We continue to see these titans want to add more to their to, you know more money to their bank accounts and and they're going to try different things. And and again, all you have to do is look back to MLB the show, the greatest baseball in in gaming as we speak right now, that is now a multi-plat. Now was that was PlayStation that, Studios is PlayStation now being Studios. on Xbox and Switch. There How you many? <laughs> you know what? Think about that for just one second. That you turn on your Xbox and it says PlayStation Studios presents, or you turn on your <clears> PlayStation <throat> to play our, an arcane game and it says Xbox Studios presents. Mm -hmm. It's bizarre world. It is. We are in the midst of an absolute gaming revolution that we are living through. Feelings. It hurts yeah. people's feelings. Isn't it wonderful? They stand though? on they, the, they stand on the plastic box and they don't understand. That we are getting into the greatest generation of gaming in history. Like, they are going to be throwing haymakers at each other constantly. Yep. But everybody forgets that Microsoft is looking at Amazon and saying, what you doing, bro? What you, what's going on here? What, why why are you partnering? What, what, why are you, with One million concurrent players. Why are you partnering with Jeff Keighley? Why, why are you doing these things? That that's what Microsoft's looking at. They ain't looking at. I'll tell you right now, 
It's going to be Sony, Nintendo, and Xbox, and they're going to grow their businesses their own way, but they're going to play a little bit nice. I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. They got to for the industry. But they're going to play a little bit nice and be nice to each other and be like, you know what? I mean, everybody looks at it and says, hey, you know, Xbox has released a few games on, on Nintendo Switch. A lot of people forget that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cuphead, Cuphead was huge on Nintendo. By the way, okay. can I ask a question: Does Ori. Know, is Warzone on the Switch? No, not yet. Not okay, sure. Sorry, that's what they're that going question. for. That's coming next. They yeah, said yeah. they said Nintendo. They said we're gonna. But I'm telling you right now, they're looking at Nintendo and saying, like, let's release Warzone. Let's let's do this. We'll, we'll you know subsidize our our cloud gaming. That's right. They're, they're going to do a lot yeah. of things. That they're going to cloud wild. stream Call of Duty for Switch too. Hundred percent. Why, why shut out almost a hundred million consoles? Hundred. I mean, I, I would love to see them make a deal with a Nintendo, like they'll share but, Xbox Live with yep. them. But I think that, that what they're going to do is use the Azure be cloud better servers than what we got. for the Switch because yeah. the Switch Absolutely. has no balls. Let's yeah. face it, for power, yeah. right? So they they if they're able to stream like with a with a, with a good internet connection or five five G or whatever. You're playing Call of Duty on the Switch in the ne- uh, in not the next two Call of Duties, but the third one down the road. Mark my yeah. words. Yeah, one hundred percent. Listen, folks, what a great ninety minutes, ninety three minutes to be exact. Uh, I'm going to open the floor up to this Resident Evil topic uh, because we're we're pressed for time, and I really don't want to spend two, more than two hours here because people, you know, obviously it's Valentine's Day, and I'm I'm surprised we actually had this many people tune in. Number one, and we have such a stout panel. Uh, it just so happens that two of the biggest Resident Evil fans, like myself, are here in BitCloud, and of course, <laughs> uh, Mag. But today, re- the official Resident Evil portal dropped something that was pretty interesting. I have that tweet in front of me. It's almost at 4,300 likes. It says this, oh, there's something there, there's something suspicious activity going on at Resident Evil Portal. It seems that this was the reason why all of the staff around me were working, were working and were busy lately. There's something going on tomorrow at 4 p.m. JST. Hope, so hope that you will enjoy it. Now, this comes the way of... Um, just talking with Special Nick uh, in the DM, who happens to be in the chat. And if you don't know who Special Nick is, well, he is one of the incredible voices over at Xbox Era. With him and John dropping an incredible show each and every week. Resident Evil 4 Remake is coming, folks. And Resident Evil 4, that particular uh, uh, iteration, is one of the best-selling in the entire franchise. And I expect that Resident Evil 4 is going to sell as much as Resident Evil 2 Remake, which is at 8.1 million copies, and Resident Evil uh, 3 Remake, which is at 4.2 million copies. So it's almost... Uh, 14, uh, it's, uh, it's almost 12 and a half, uh, 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 million combined. And I have a strong suspicion that resident evil four being one of the best in the series where we yep. saw Leon, uh, S Kennedy reprise his role. Uh, and listen, folks, we're getting all kinds of information there. Suppose supposedly it's going to have, um, some, um, some nighttime missions, thrown into the mix for the scare yeah, factor. The, the opening uh village part when it's gonna be at night car, rather than be at night. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, getting more missions or a yes. longer story. There we yes. go. 
and and, and uh, supposedly again sherry might get some more uh hopefully they do something with her uh, i said sherry what was the president oh, ashley? Ashley. ashley that's what it was yeah <laughs> ashley gets a, you played. <laughs> yeah poor, poor sherry stuck in my brain uh but ashley gets more than you having to save her from getting kidnapped because that part of the game i want to throw my controller and i don't ever do that that was annoying, but what if they I, change her though? They might make her uh more of a reverbal. A rebel, I hope so. Back. I hope yeah. that they, they, they that this is a true true remake where we actually see uh Ashley step up in a big way. Uh, I'd love to see an extension of Ada Wong and see what she's going to be bringing to the table because that is going to be interesting. Um, it, it, I, it listen. All you have to do is look at the remakes. Two Resident Evil Two remake was a masterpiece. Resident Three wasn't as great because they did cut out a lot yeah. uh which i did not like i'm a huge re3 fan and they did i mean like the the, the, the whole clock tower was cut out i mean like, i don't understand how that happened <laughs> but you know that's that's here nor there i'm gonna open up the floor to the excitement level resident evil 4 remake is coming this year we don't know when i i'm i'm banking on Maybe the end of the year, closer to Halloween, that seems about right. But we have seen in the past that these remakes come out around March, April for a Capcom. And being that they've held it so close to the vest, we could get a, a, a sooner than later scenario. Um, anyone want to jump in and give your thoughts and opinions on Resident Evil 4 Remake? What, what's your hype level? Yeah, I mean, you I'll know, my hype's over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Resident Evil 4 is my favourite Resident Evil anyway. I was never a fan of the um, the tank controls of the originals. Um, Resident Evil 4, I, I loved though. Um, obviously played it on GameCube, played it on, on, on Xbox, played it on PlayStation. I loved loved the game. I loved the little the story, the, the enemies, the vibe that you got. Um, it, was a, it was a great game. Um, that I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the remake is on this one. The others, I've got them. I've got the remakes of two and and I think it was three. Freaking so um, good, man! Holy moly! Yeah, um, but they were never my they were never my kind of go to Resident Evil games anyway. Like four was always the one that I loved. Um, so to see it to see it get remade, I'm I'm thankful. I'm glad it isn't Code Veronica <laughs> or anything like that because they just don't interest us. Veronica um, was good. <laughs> Yeah, we we um, need we need a we need a, a Veronica remake. Just saying, hashtag. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it'll uh, happen. I'll take it'll happen because they've seen the success of all of these. They've seen the success of it, and they know that it's it's easy. Uh, I wouldn't say easy money because they've still got to remake the game. Um, but in terms of knowing your audience, um, they know they'd love an updated version of the game as long as they do it justice. And and two and three have done them justice. They've kind of expanded on the stories and put extra content in as well as make them look um really graphically very pretty um obviously gameplay wise it's still great you can still tank control them if you really want to um so it, yeah i'm i'm excited for four it's the first resident evil game that i've been excited for in terms of a remake so um take that for what it is but i'll, I'll put the back out of the floor with actual big resi fans <laughs> uh, you know All what? Right. Can I, do you mind if I spit this out quick? Jump, then, jump uh, right uh, in. I, I gotta, I gotta bounce after that boom. I, I got a nervy yeah. call. Yeah, we got. You. Let me tell you something. the The first thing is, uh, we don't know a hundred percent if this is just about Resident Evil Four, or could it also be that we've got the DLC coming for Village? Oh, because let's think about this, guys. Village. All right, I'm gonna push uh, Resident Evil Four aside for just one second. 
Resident Evil Village has sold faster than Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Okay? It was the best Steam launch of a Resident Evil game, period. My least that favorite, too, which is surprising. What? Village was I, your least favorite? It, it, it's I, not I, as, I, I played it seven um, times. I couldn't get enough. Dude, it's a great it, game, it, but it's not as scary or it, it had the horror feel. It barely made it, it barely made it to my honorable mentions. Wow, I I adored it. Uh, mm. I got nine seventy five. I played it on Xbox, so I got nine seventy five out of a thousand. The only thing I couldn't finish was one of those damn, uh, you know, those challenge things, those timed challenge missions. Oh, the mercenaries. Yeah, the mercenaries. Absolutely utter ridiculous. I just I got I got all of them <laughs> except for one, and it was just too damn hard. Hey, man, so I, I did it up. twice. Platinum did twice. God damn it! <laughs> so and I tried and I tried and I just said forget. But however, here's the thing. Why not? Because the DLC, if anybody remembers, the DLC for Resident Evil was not only stellar, it sold incredibly well. Yeah. And that's what prompted them to, I mean, they were going to move on with Resident Evil Village anyway. But that's what happened. They ended up fast-tracking Resident Evil 8 because of the response, the public response to the games. Okay? So what I think they could do is they're going to add on to that. Now, how about this for talking about Capcom domination? You've got all these other companies fighting for attention right now. You got Sony making moves at the early uh, part of the year. Okay, you got Uncharted, the Legacy of Thieves came out. You got Horizon Forbidden West. You got um, Forspoken coming out in the spring. God of War on the tail end of the year. Mm -hmm. Okay, now you got Xbox. Oh, yeah, right. And Gran Turismo. Sorry, I I always have a... My brain blocks that one out because I'm not interested. But um, (laughs) then you got Xbox doing what they're doing. And we all know what they're doing. I don't want to go through that long list. And God knows all the surprises that they're going to launch in Game Pass too. Nintendo does their own damn thing. And, you know, here's the thing. And now you got WB coming in with Harry Potter and, uh, and Suicide Squad. What, Capcom, what's going on with them? Right? So it could be, what if they try for, like, the one-two punch? You, 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 you talk about the DLC, okay, for Resident Evil Village. And at the same time, somewhere later on in the year, or maybe even earlier in the year than the DLC for Village later, that's when you hit everybody with the Resident Evil 4 remake. And the thing is, a lot of people, I, I've been actually told a lot of people are like, oh, it's too soon. No, it's nah, not too soon. No, not. They no, have the blueprints. If anybody knows anything about game development, the actual execution of the development is actually the shorter part of the time to- of the of the time frame of what they did. The the actual, you know, the uh, what the hell is it? The concept, getting it from the drawing room into the actual into the PCs and into the computers and actual programming is the longest part of it. The stories. Okay, the uh, the uh, the the art direction, all that kind of stuff, all the uh, all the different animations, everything else like that. The uh, the environments, they already have all those. Yep. Right. So all they have to do is just build and embellish them to make them better. Let me throw this at you. What if uh, the DLC is Leon and this whole thing was like a big Leon showcase? Why not? Yeah. We already had Chris. We already had Chris. I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to hate me for this. I really dislike the way they they took Chris. You say Leon is not a good character? No, I said I said I love Leon. Oh, they say yeah. how dare you cut his mic. I I I actually know no, like Leon, Leon's like going with Chris. Character. Chris was an that's asshole in this one. That's, that's the, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't like the way they, they they turned. I mean, listen, I get it. You've been through the, the rigmarole, but I just I man, dude, I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I haven't even beaten Resonate yet. You see, see yeah. that's Damn that's it. the weird it's thing. That, like, or it's gonna be a setup for the daughter. I, I think you had yeah, yeah, had to be the daughter. This, yeah. this is uh, can I just say this real quick? Think about this for a second. How many movies spawned from a gosh darn game? A lot of people forget this. 
but the entire Resident Evil series for movies was spawned oh off of a game. Think about that. Yeah. And you we know what I mean? Like, like there's no... Well, well, you know what? Some of them were horrible. Some of them were great. The but second one the was you said, great. You said, you said some, some of them were great. You said? Yes. But you know the, the thing is one. interesting. Uh, great. Uh, <laughs> it's in the, the mind share of non-gamers. Yeah, no, no, I mean, listen. Right? It, so it's 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 crossed that, you know, it's that it's that crossover. It might not have I mean, I mean, if you really look at it, like Thor the Dark World in the MCU was a horrible movie. That was terrible, it was a terrible film. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. So <laughs> you look at that and you say, but they have went back to it multiple times throughout the MCU after. You know what I mean? Even though it was a bad movie, technically. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the things that, like, you know what? If you are a true fan, you're going to look at it and say, man, like, they really went back to that, even though I didn't like it. And it was actually, like, funnier or or something a little better. Like, it was a little snarky comment. You know what I'm saying? And And if you pay attention, if you're a true fan of these consoles and everything else, you will like live, breathe them, I, and and I go and say that like, dude, I've been in Chief Sand since '94 when we sucked. I I literally became a Chief Sand because of Joe Montana, and I look at that dude and I say, man, like we got Patrick Mahomes. He's done already more than Joe Montana ever has in a Chiefs uniform. You know what I'm saying? So. I look at that and I say, man, like I'm riding with this dude. Like he's doing what I need. And, you know, Xbox right now, it's like, dude, I don't have a lot of money. You know, hey, here's Game Pass for $15 a month. And I say, wow, like you're really giving this to me? Like when I need it the most, when I need to be able to play what game I want to play. And it doesn't have to be a first person shooter. It could be a third person. It could be a fighting game. It could be, you know, uh, a top down, you know, it, it could be whatever you want it to be. Well, and, let's, and you know, it's funny you say that. that. It, it's it's funny you say that because I, I think Resident Evil 8 could be one of the big ones that could come to Xbox Game Pass. But listen, let's, Mag, let's get you on out here, brother. Yeah, uh, guys. Obviously, you, you got to roll. Yes, and I we're, do. we're closing in on the two hour mark. Uh, anyone want to d- drop their bars, so to speak, regarding. Uh, the, the 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 expected announcement. I I honestly oh, yeah. don't. I don't think that we're gonna see the announcement for DLC. I, I think that tomorrow's event is gonna be solely based on Resident Evil Four remake, which is gonna be big for Capcom. True. Uh, hopefully that that is March. I would love to see it soon. I I'd love to pull a, a Bethesda. Hey, it's February and it's coming out in April. Uh, that it might be, be though. I mean, we we never really know. It might be like um Leon showcase. You might get the. I mean, you could. It, yeah, 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 you know, absolutely. You know. Yeah, I know. But looking at um the info, like I mean, keeping up the date. I mean, I'm hearing that Salazar is going to have um, or Sadler, Lord Sadler is going to have a bigger role. Um, mm-hmm. all of them, all of all their roles are going to be bigger this time around. Um, I'm wondering if uh, what's the name? Full voice Krauser is coming back as well because they're talking about. Him coming back in a bigger Krauser was a great character. Well. He, 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 yeah. I hopefully, hopefully they expand his role even further. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Because, um, from what I'm, from what they're look, what things are looking at, um, looks like they're really gonna put a big emphasis on Ada. A lot of people felt like Ada in the uh, when we first got it, 
uh, could have had a longer story, just as mm -hmm. long as, uh, you know, uh, Leon's. So, so they might do that. But the only thing I really want them to change, and we just talked about it briefly, I do want them to at least toughen Ashley up and make her not be the damsel in distress. Make her actually yeah, hide you know, in the garbage can. Well, I, I get I, I fight the two guys with uh, potato sacks and chainsaws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like give her give her like a clear Redfield esque buff. You know what I mean? Like yes. you see her vulnerable at first. She kind of comes to her own. She becomes a survivor in the end type of thing. I would actually appreciate that more for Ashley as opposed to her just being like constantly screaming <laughs> Leon every every five minutes she gets picked up. Like I would really like that more. But there's just so many updates they can do, especially for the uh oh man, the the fish zombie, all that stuff. They, there's there's a lot of stuff they can improve on. And if anything, I will want from this, I would just want the Resident Evil 2 remake template, the oh, way the yes. movement is with the camera. Yes, yes, yes. That that would be my ideal look for this game. Just go with that template, add everything from Resident Evil 4, you redo everything the way we know what's gonna happen, and you just have fun at that point. Well, and I hold think hold on a second. Do we know what's gonna happen? And the reason why I bring that up, sorry to cut you there, but I gotta oh, no, say, no. Uh, Shinji Mikami even said he goes. I actually look forward to them working on the story because he, he wasn't too happy with like the way the story was. It seemed a little bit juvenile at the time mm -hmm. and he wanted a more mature story. He just said it two days ago. He was in the news talking about it. I mean, yeah. you guys knowing see that him, article? Yeah. Knowing him, he might write it to a point where it fits better. Well, think the, about uh, how ridiculous like it is. Ending. Yeah. Can you imagine the president of the United States' daughter has gone missing, and the only thing you said you send some schmuck with a with a handgun and a yeah. plant? As I think, like that's what he said, the role is going to be bigger. You might actually get to you know play I mean? as um, Lewis in this. You never know, because remember, yeah. Lewis was the researcher, yeah. and so, so they might have I, like an origin thing for the Lost Plagas, yeah. and they'll do that, and then you'll see the the uh, um, the village get under the control of Sadler type of thing, and then. Leon shows up and you see uh, everything in that regard. But also, you guys remember that Netflix TV show uh, they have for Resident Evil, the yes. um, animated. Oh. They might tag or they might write this in to tie into that because that takes place right after Resident Evil 4, if I remember correctly, and it involves. I yes. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. It's actually yeah, it's quite okay. good. It, it's okay. it's, it's, really it's good. not the. I, I like the, an the other animated films better, to be right, honest okay. with you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they were. They were. Listen, I was going to say they're 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 campy, but it's that's Resident Evil for it. It's just Resident Evil is just kind of campy. Yep. I expected the Netflix. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. I'll say no, that. I like The Witcher, dude. The Witcher is like, oh my god, that show is so damn good. Dude. Well, actually, I'm looking forward to the prequel, which is pretty dope. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to thank. We had uh, almost 350 people here on, on a holiday, which is which is amazing. Uh, I want to thank all the super chats that came in, and we also had one I didn't read from our good friend Brett Bingham, who drops uh, a super chat, a two dollar super chat, and he says this. Arcane should make a Doctor Strange game. Yeah, I, I, I am waiting for the announcement of a Marvel game from an Xbox studio. I don't know what the holdup well, is. We keep I, getting I crucified for saying that. Like we need one from Microsoft. Well, they got a Lucasfilm. I'll, I'll tell you right now, one. Arcane, Arcane is is a developer that I look at. It's just like Obsidian. Obsidian's mm -hmm. about to blow people's minds. Yes. About I think is going to be just. One of those games that you're just like, man, this is just, this is on another level. It, ha it has, you know it has, it, it has the potential to be a Skyrim level uh, event with with avowed, and, and I but think that's possible. A lot of people forget this, and this is what I always say: it comes down to gameplay. How does the game feel? Like, dude, Doom Eternal for me, 
it's it's like it's on another level and, it and it's a level that i can't even get to you know because yeah. I, I mean i could play on easy but i just don't feel that's what the game's worth and i might no, go no, you gotta get to your, you gotta you gotta you gotta get your teeth kicked in by doing yeah. appreciate it for sure exactly but so, listen crispy i want to thank you so much for being here brother you obviously came in uh we also had web dave come in the last minute bit, bit cloud Let's get everyone out of here, and we'll start you with first, Crispy. Again, you're going to be back Friday morning with Breakfast at Boom. I'm already working and writing that show as we speak. I'm not sure what the headline title is going to be because, well, it's only Monday, and tomorrow uh, Sony could buy Capcom and Microsoft could uh, buy Crystal Dynamics. We don't know, but <laughs> we'll see. Uh, tell everyone where they can find you on uh, social media if they want to strike up a conversation, and what other shows are you on there, Crispy? Oh, I appreciate it, man. And uh, yeah, I, I I answered the bat signal as well. I appreciate that very much, sir. You know, at Chris Bomb on Twitter, Chris Bomb 20, Xbox Live. You can find me on Retro Renegades tomorrow night, 7 p.m. We have the next podcast, Thursday, 8 p.m. And of course, you can find me on Breakfast of Boom, 10 a.m. Fridays. Nice, nice. And uh, tomorrow, don't don't forget to tune in because tomorrow we're talking some gears and coalition. They're working, they've been working on a project for two years, and it might be a gears project. We're gonna talk about what a Clobriel had to say, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But Web Dave, brother, you killed it again. Thank you for being here, brother. <laughs> Sell your brand, tell everyone where they can check out the incredible interviews that you've been up to, and who's next on the dog. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh anytime, anytime I can ever help out, man, I'm here for you. And uh, I uh, absolutely um, uh, love love being here. Thank you. And um, um, I am easily to find. Uh, our website is outbreakpodcast.com. Uh, that's the simplest way because you can go right there. Or it's just um, uh, Outbreak Podcast when you uh, ser- search in YouTube. Um, but uh, from there, we've got um, our links to all of our shows and all of our social media. And the next, um, we got uh, K. Asante coming up on Wednesday. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then the following Wednesday will be uh, Pong Soul. Excellent. And the following uh, Wednesday after that will be The Mag. Oh, wow. You have that guy. Look at that. (laughs) That's right. And then the Monday after that, Wednesday, uh, we'll have Wandering Dutch. Excellent. Wow, you have there some you powerhouse interviews coming, brother. Yeah, go go check him <clears> out. He he really does put a lot of work into the interviews. The questions are, are fantastic. He does his homework, and uh, I think you're definitely going to dig it. Web Dave, thank you for being here, brother. We definitely thank appreciate you, it. Uh, BitCloud Gaming, sell your brand, brother. Talk about what you got going on, not only on your 10K channel, but also what you've been doing with IGN. Well, finished everything up. Happy to <laughs> have my hands free for a change. I got you game. Um, yeah, this week, uh, big week for gaming. You already know it's going to be straight gaming news as always back to the content creation as I wanted to get back to, um, as far as, uh, the show is concerned. I mean, every Friday, 5 PM EST, RGT podcast, what we do, obviously, uh, 10 in the morning. I come here with uh boom for breakfast with boom, uh, Fridays as well. Wish you guys tune in for that. Um, as far as uh, interviews, we do have a big show planned for March 11th, and that right there is about to be the start of something completely different, nice. aside from the gaming aspect that we do. Um, very excited for it because I basically signed a deal. You guys already know all behind the scenes, but yes, we certainly I'm, I'm do. Very big excited big about uh, what's happening in that aspect, and it's just the uh, 
just as a big fan of that particular sport, uh, that's really cool just to have that be as a, another option to uh, bring content to everybody. So I'm looking forward to March 11th, like, ah, with so much, so much enthusiasm. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it's Big Cloud Gaming, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and uh, yeah, enjoy your weekend. Thank you, brother. Definitely, <laughs> definitely appreciate that. Wandering Dutch, brother. Tell everyone where they could check out your weekly podcast on Wednesdays, the mid, mid, midweek yes. mix-up. And also, where can people check out your YouTube channel and reach out to you on social media? Definitely, of course. Yeah, midweek mix-up. This week, we are having a break for a week. Um, that okay. concludes the weekend. Um, Well-deserved, I think. It's, there's been a lot of stuff going on recently. And as it starts <laughs> to get a smidge quieter, it's a good time to just have one week off before nice. that news starts to boil in again um but yeah every wednesday on the uh, wondering dutch youtube channel is the home of the midweek mix-up and the midweek mix-up weekend edition uh, we were searching for a playstation centric panel member to join us and uh mr bitcloud himself is going to be joining us uh henceforth hey, nice. as, as our playstation nice dude uh, as our playstation guru um well, very long conversations yesterday. Some awesome conversations about content creation in general, really. Yeah, my, um, my check bounced, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it back. But yeah, that's, that's awesome. And of course, I just now announced just beforehand there that work is underway on this year's uh, community indie showcase as well. Nice. Um, so that is coming back and will be bigger and better than ever already starting to speak to developers to get some of uh, some content and potentially some exclusive content and first looks as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Nice, brother. Nice. Well, you always do a great job with that, and I can't wait to be a part of that conversation. And last and no way least, Mag, let's get you on out here, brother. Tell everyone sure. where they can find you in other places, and I think right now it is only on exclusively. We have you exclu We have an exclusive <laughs> deal with the Mag. Exclusive. That's exclusive. right. He is not showing up on the PlayStation near you. Tough titty. Yeah. But no, no. All jokes aside. Uh, <laughs> Sharing's caring. Don't be anti-consumer. That, that's right. Don't yeah. be anti-consumer, boom. Actually, exclusive. ironically, I've been only playing Ironically, the Xbox guy's only been playing my PS5 since January when Legacy of Thieves came out. Because <laughs> oh, I am hell-bent. He's hell -bent hell -bent on, on yeah. platinum mm -hmm. that uh platinum getting the platinum on that because I got 13 platinum since the PS5, right? Xbox guy. Uh so you know what I mean? So you know, but uh anyways, uh I got that going well, on. Anyways, you have been told? Well, that's the question, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I got 500 trophies and 13 platinums this year already. Uh, you, well, man. the year since the, the the thing came out, but anyways, guys, you can find me here exclusively uh, for the time being because uh Work has been a thing, folks. So, uh, you know, anyways, I'm here, obviously, every Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern here on Primetime Gaming. Guys, you know where to follow me because if you're listening to this show, you already watched my videos. You already know where to find me. And uh, any shenanigans, nothing yet. You know why? It got real quiet. You so, real you quiet, know what? Yeah. When things start to pick up again, always look for the mag. You'll see me. I'll be right there waiting for him. But uh, anyways, guys, and anybody wants to play games with me, if you catch me uh, on any of the systems, PS5 and, of course, the Xbox Series X, all one word, all capitals, because I don't know how to be quiet. I am the mag that is with two Gs. Guys, I have to run. You guys were amazing. Web Dave, Dutch, Crispy, uh, a bit, boom. You guys are amazing. Chat, Thanks, you guys are awesome. Guys, we'll see you all next week. Thank you, brother. Go Definitely get some sleep, that. bro. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> get some My sleep. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here on your Valentine's Day, hanging out with us, uh, letting us, uh, you know, uh, you know, 
talk the talk and walk the walk. We hope that you enjoyed today's show. If you did, hit the like button, obviously, before you get out of here. Share this on social media. And, of course, thank you for all the super chats that came in today. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, Of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that is important to me, folks. Hopefully, one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. (laughs) 